Yo, what's up, everybody? Good morning. What's going on? It's Johnny. It is 7 a.m. You guys know we do a 7 a.m. show. Welcome to the show, guys. It's bright and early in here. Coffee is nice and fresh this morning. Guys, the normies are coming. We are streaming live right now to Twitch and to YouTube, guys. If you want, you can watch on Twitch, YouTube, whatever. When you comment, we'll be able to see it. If you want to super chat, feel free. Cash app's up there if you want to donate. PayPal link's in the description. Blah, 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 blah. Join me on Patreon. Join me on the Google members. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. Rumble, Odyssey, Locals, you name it. Uh, you will find Gone With John there. How is everybody this morning, guys? Bear in mind, the normies are coming. Uh, I posted, what, four or five shorts yesterday that overall between those four or five shorts, we've had like 12,000 views. So uh, a lot of the comments, of course, on those shorts have been from normies. There's been a lot of comments from normie mouth breathing people on the shorts. So if you guys wanna help me out, make sure you do go to the shorts here the next uh, day or so, watch a few of them, leave a few comments in response to other people's comments so that it'll drive more people over to the shorts. Just bear in mind, some of these comments are from normies. Some of the comments on the new shorts that I uploaded are from absolute mouth breathers. Uh, so we got a bunch of people obviously saying that, of course, women aren't actually trying to get men's money, right? Yes, we've had a few people mention being bald, which is very clever, a very clever comeback to a bald man. Um, so again, uh, just a lot of normies. I expect to see a lot of normies because YouTube is still pushing the shorts for this channel, even though it's blocking damn near everything else. Uh, so fortunately, we'll still get to have some of those people coming on in and, uh, you know, just make sure you do go over and give them some love in the comment section. Don't be mean to them. Don't be, you know what I mean? But just kind of, you know, hey. Stick around, you guys, you know. We'll do some uh, live streams at one point where the normies can come in and try to argue with me, and then we'll watch their logic defeat itself. That'll be a lot of fun, won't it, boys? But just know the normies, they are a-coming, guys. As always, first thing in the morning, I like to see what's going on in the news world revolving divorce. This is one of the funny ones I got this morning. I thought you guys would appreciate this because it's for the normies. It's for the normal people, the dummies. Elizabeth Chambers says she hasn't told her kids about boyfriend as they're still processing divorce. You mean as they're still traumatic, traumatized by you divorcing their father? Do you mean they're still traumatized by their new life without their dad, the other half of them? Women do this and they act like, well, you know, it's just their dad I've removed from their life. I didn't want to tell them about the... The, the new boyfriend. Yeah, you don't want to tell them because you don't want them to know that you were cheating on their dad because you're a prostitute, a whore. You found another man. He has some money or and or makes you tingle downstairs. And you were like, well, I don't want to I don't want to cause the kids any distress. So after I've separated them from the other only other person on the planet, they know, love and trust like myself. Um, I didn't want them to know I had a boyfriend. Well, they know children aren't dumb. Children are not dumb, guys. In five and seven, they definitely fucking know. Trust me, I had a seven-year-old daughter at one point. She knows. They know, guys. This is not a secret to them. You're not hiding anything. You're not keeping it from them. 
they know. The Bird Bakery founder, let's just say that again a few times, the Bird Bakery. Fucking Bird Bakery. I mean, guys, it's amazing to me when women accomplish theirs. She's like, I'm the Bird Bakery lady. I We're the, the Bird Bakery. Holy shit, guys. Let's just... Let's pull it up here. Birdbakery.com. What do we got here? Oh, boy. Cupcakes with sprinkles. I've never seen that done before. Holy shit. I'm tempted to share this with you guys just because it's her, like, bakery website. I shit you not, there's a picture of a sandwich on here on, like, some grainy-ass-looking brown, dry-ass bread. And it's got spinach... And looks like some purple onion on it. And it looks like almost deli ham, not even like good ham, but like some Oscar Mayer ham or turkey on it. That's it. And a, and a pickle. Oh, wow. You sell cupcakes and toast, toasted bread. This is great. So she's got two kids. They don't know he's my boyfriend. She wrote on top of a selfie on her and her bow. Oh, okay. So when they grow up and see the selfie, they'll know immediately. Oh, mama's uh, cheating on dad, it looks like. Yep, she had a boyfriend right when they got the divorce. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Mom just happened to meet the new love of her life the day after the divorce. How lucky. How fortunate, guys. <sighs> How are your kids with your boyfriend? See, this is one of the questions she got on her... Uh, her page here people actually asked her they were like hey you know i'm kind of curious like you just got a divorce like a day ago uh how your kids feel with the, your boyfriend and all oh they don't know he's my boyfriend they don't know they know guys in the middle of the night when they're crying their eyes out because their mom has just severed their family in two and they miss their dad they're gonna come down to talk to their mom about being sad and she's gonna be on the not boyfriend's new meet or blowing on it. They know. Yeah, monkey branching. Ain't that something? Who all's in here this morning, by the way? Good to see everybody. Pally. Cubing Speed. Good to see you. Shad Rock. Look out for the Ham and Eggers. If you guys go to my shorts, the Ham and Eggers are in there chatting right now. They're in there leaving comments. If you guys want to uh, feel free to have fun with them, just, you know, keep it nice-ish. But it's kind of interesting. One of them suggested that I'm going to die alone and a virgin. Uh, the alone part, hopefully, is true. But the virgin part, I doubt that very much. I seriously, I have five kids. And quite frankly, I've had enough sex to realize that it holds no real value. It's not worth anything. They give it to damn near anybody. Women will give their sex to trash bags. I'm convinced of it. I'm convinced of it. If, if it suits them and there's money and they'll... Let go to Dubai and get porta potted. They'll do whatever just for a little bit of money. It don't matter. Suck on old balls, whatever they got to do. I've had enough sex to realize that it's worthless, guys. So if anyone comments in the my shorts and they're like, "This guy's gonna be a virgin and he's an incel," and a, I'm not a normie. I'm not a mouth breathing ham and eager, eager, dumb individual. I think about more complex things. I don't think that my value as a human being is wrapped up in sex with a woman. I mean, look, guys, if sticking your Peter in a dirty, filthy hole that, quite frankly, could have been anywhere as early as yesterday, I mean, 
if that's how you judge yourself, quite frankly, you and I are on a different plane altogether. Perhaps you shouldn't be commenting on my videos. Um, I think you underestimate my goals in life and your goals in life. I don't think you understand what we're doing here. Um, also, guys, just, you know, I tell you this every day when I do one of these morning live streams, get out there and do something today, whatever it is you want to do. But like, get productive, guys. I, I try to lead by example. You see me, I'm posting, I'm Patreon and just everything. I'm everywhere, guys. And I don't say that to toot my horn. I tell you that to tell you, get to work. Like you can do anything if you'll just attempt it. If you'll just work at it, if you'll just try, you can do anything. But you have to start. And then you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. But you'll see me. I'll be in here in live streams. I'll be uploading tons of videos. I'll be uploading tons of shorts. You will see my example. Good to see everybody. <clears throat> Let's see. Green Lord, good to see you, buddy. Hope you are doing well today, sir. Good morning, Kush in the building. Hit like or dislike. Hell yeah, guys. Hit whichever one you want. If any of you are like mouth breathers and ham and eggers and you got offended when I said the word normies or, you know, feel free to hit dislike. I'm totally okay with it. The bird brain lady. Morning, Kush. Good to see you, sir. Hope you're enjoying your vacation. Also, did you go see what's his name play his last game in Tampa Bay, Kush? I'm just curious. It's okay if you did. I mean, obviously, I don't, you know, I was just think that would be cool to see his last game. Oh, let's see what we got here. Anyone get a chance to see the pit, the bill put forward by Sheila Jackie making it illegal for whites to criticize or speak harshly about POC? Well, I don't even know what POC is, but no, I did not see that. Also, it sounds incredibly racist, but this is what we expect from the new not racist people. They're really racist, if you're white, that is. But again, I don't give a shit what they think. Quite frankly, as long as they stop passing laws against white people, that'd be that'd be great. The fact that we even allow that is, you know, kind of quaint considered how things used to be. But <sighs> yep, the mother brainwashes the child. This is very common. Oh, no, mom doesn't have a boyfriend. I'm just breaking up with your dad for no reason. Oh, no, mom doesn't have a job, but we're going to be fine. What about money, mom? Oh, don't worry about money. Uh, I'm I'm going to go to work for my friend. And uh, I, well, I'll be working for him a lot, but he'll 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 make he'll be paying my bills and everything. Don't worry. We don't don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Really? Yep. Ain't that something, guys? Ain't that something? Anyways, let me get on. I got some more stories for you here. Let me get this pulled up. Tom Brady's divorce not going good. <clears throat> Dr. Dre, glad his divorce is over, I'm sure, at this particular moment after a decent health scare. Guys, women will put you in the hospital, man. You got to be careful. I mean, they will make you physically sick with their horse shit. All right. The normies are coming, guys. The ham and eggers, the mouth breathers, the dumb people, they are a coming, guys. Be careful out here. Alex Chung, good to see you. Bet his name is Chad. Good to see you. Mike P in here. Good to see you. I have accepted I'll die alone. I don't see it as a big deal. You know Yeah, Mike P, this is like common sense for men. Like, unless you're a 
unless you uh, are an emotional man that has completely been raised by women and never had a man in your life to tell you that other people are nice and wonderful and great. Look, they, I get it. Other people. Yeah. It's just, they're not, you have to be okay with who you are as a person. And when it comes to dying alone, guys, when I'm on my deathbed, I want to kind of be free to think a little bit about the rest of my life. I don't want to have someone there that I can like, I'm scared. Hold my hand while I no, Cause the second I die, I'm, I'm free. I'm out from the, all the constraints of the, this and the, that and the bills and the being scared at all and ever fear and anything ever again. And all the, like, I don't, I mean, what are you talking about with these people when they're there and you're dying and they're just, what are you saying to them? Do you see a light? What what's going on? What what kind of shirt does God have on? Like, what do you say? Damn normies. There's damn normies everywhere. I'll get back in the chat in a minute here. Sheeple disgust me. I hate normies. I can't stand them. Good to see you, Sheeple. I understand completely. It's just un, this is the reason we can't have nice things here in this country or this world, quite frankly, is because of normies. Because they'll ruin it with their stupidity. They will ruin it. Here's some normie shit for you guys. Let's take a look at this one. Woman, 37, big shock, huge surprise. 37-year-old woman thinking about divorce? No shit, huh? Decides to leave her husband and move in with her lover because an AI chatbot told her to. Guys, AI, a computer-generated learning machine said, hey, yeah, uh, marriage is pretty much a lost cause. I would just get a divorce if I, like, just looking at the statistics and the numbers mathematically as a machine, I've decided, yeah, marriage isn't gonna, that's never works. You might as well go ahead and cut your losses. This is essentially what the AI bot told her. <sighs> AI chat bot has been used by millions since it was launched in November. So now let's let's start right there first off, okay? AI chat bot has been used by millions. Millions of normies. Millions of people who are dumb. Millions of people who are like, "You know what? I want to talk to someone, but I don't want to make any relationships that, you know, involve emotions or actual human beings, thoughts or logic." I'll have a conversation with the toaster. I'll send a text message to the grocery store's meat market machine and see what it says. This is the stupidity of the common normie. I want to have a conversation so bad, I'll talk to a computer and see what kind of stuff it says. Boy, that'll be interesting. And then the computer says something and they get mad at it. I disagree with this and... I'm, just you're arguing with a computer. Is that what you do next? When the AI bot says something you disagree, do you just, you know, is that what you do? Diggs, what's up, sir? Diggs, BTW7, over on Twitch. Good to see you, sir. I forgot to pull up my Twitch window, but I can still see your chats in here. And if any of you Twitchers do chat, I'll throw it up on the screen so my YouTube people see it. Good to see you. BTW7. I hear you, man. Seven's a great number. Let the normies be normies. Well, you see, I agree with you, but my golly, they're making it hard on the rest of us. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. The normies, whether you want to admit it or not, are making it hard on the rest of us just to be here. 
just to be here because of their dumbass ideas. I mean, this this lady left her husband because the chat bot told her to. She was like, oh, the chat bot wants me to leave. The Twitch link is in the description. If any of y'all want to check out the Twitch, you're welcome to. Don't worry. If you don't want to, we're still streaming here as well. <sighs> Unbelievable, guys. Let's see what else this says. It has been used to write essays. Wow. First off, an essay is written by a human, not a computer. So there is emotion and logical thought behind it, not just a series of facts put into paragraphs. But I digress. What do I know about English literature? Um, it has now been used to help a woman from South London in her marriage. Well, sounds like the husband won at least. He ought to be sending a donation to the chat box, quite frankly. Uh, she asked the chat box whether she should leave her husband for another man. And the chat box was like, yeah, that's what every woman does. Like, this is common knowledge, dummy. Of course you should. What are you doing asking a computer about it? This is what every woman does. Also, guys, imagine the, the level of sanity behind that where you're like, I'm going to make a really important decision here. What do you think, computer? Should I leave my husband? I mean, a life-changing decision based on a computer's idea. Pablo's good to see you. Mike P, good to see you. Yes, you must let go of emotion, guys. Absolutely, 110%. I tell you this, I tell you this, I tell you this. No, it doesn't mean I'm dead inside. I see things, I realize the emotional weight that they carry, but I do not focus on it. I see things, I realize the emotional weight that they carry, but I do not focus on it. I will get emotional a few more times in my life. If something ever happens to one of my kids, if they ever have a kid of their own, if they ever get married, these things will make me emotional temporarily and then I will move on because you have to. You can't stay in that shitty diaper, boys. If you're emotional, if you're sad, if you're depressed, if you're, it's time to look for some other things to do to get your mind busy because you can't keep sitting in that shitty diaper. It's time to get a hold of our emotions, guys. It's time to, you know, pull up our bootstraps a little bit. I know the rest of the country wants you to have a big old piss all over yourself and oh no you know it's just that this and that and my trauma and my childhood trauma and all the terrible things in my life and man I don't have time to look back at the shitty shit and just sit there and, and forever and ever be angry and mad and whining and crying about it I do not want to live like that I don't even consider that living that shit is halfway dead to me mm-mm I hear you. I understand. I don't recommend. Well, we here we teach not to hate them simply because it is what they it is. And hate is uh, an acid that does more damage to the container than anything you pour it on. But I understand. And you're certainly entitled to your own feelings there. But again, they're, you know, it's not even worth hate to me. That's how little I think of most of them. Most of them. And it's not that I don't think they're people. It's not that I don't value them as people. It's not that I, I want nothing to do with them. After seeing what they're, they've chosen on their own free will, when given their own free will and women didn't need men anymore, they chose to completely throw men under the bus, degrade men every chance they get, beat men down and rob them with the court's help. They've chosen to do this. I cannot have anything to do with a human being of that ilk. 
no thanks. I would. I don't want to hang out with a rapist. I don't want to hang out with a drug addict. I don't want to hang out with a scammer that's scamming old women out of their pensions or women that are scamming men out of their retirement, their family, their children, their everything else. They selected to do this. They chose to be this. They chose to empower themselves, quote unquote, to sell peace leave, to sell pictures of peace leave or feed or whatever else. They chose this. Guys, if you've given me the selection in life and you have, well, life has, I haven't gotten on OnlyFans to sell D to, to gay men. I haven't, you know what I mean? Like pictures or video. It would never even occur to me, but this is their first go-to. Oh, this will be easy. I'll do the easiest thing possible. I'll make some good money. And what about you as a person? Don't you kind of feel any level of bad about that or what that means about you or how other people would see you at all? Like, look, I don't care what other people think, but I don't want them thinking that, you know? You understand? Like there's a... Anyways... Good to see you, Shadrock. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Mm, mm, mm. Mal Hironan, good to see you, sir. Always nice to see you. Aaron Holmes in the building. Good to see you. I think that means on my life, but I'm not 100% sure. Good to see you, sir. Good to see everyone. 32 people in here. Has anyone hit like yet? Got some people over on the Twitch. Any boys hit like yet? Eh, 14 of you hit like. Good job, guys. Hit the like button. You're doing fantastic. Let's see what we got here. Almost done, guys. Almost done. Pulling up some other articles. Here you go. Seven brutal truths every happily divorced person knows. It's written by some lady yesterday or the day before. So let's just see if this is complete horseshit or not. Obviously, it's written by a woman. So I expect it to be like, I'm away from the abuse. He's not abusing me anymore. Oh, he was terrible. I was with him for 30 years and every day was horrible, but I stayed because I didn't have to do anything and it was easy. Ah, hopefully this shit's numbered because I'm not reading this chick's whole article. Don't be afraid to be curious. Well, women, that's what gets y'all in a lot of trouble. You won't be alone forever. Yes, you will, ladies. This was written by a lady, so I'm just breaking it down as if we're talking to a lady here. You won't be alone forever. Yes, you will. You may temporarily find another man, ladies. You may find another man. You may find another man at 70 years old and he'd live till 80. One day you will be alone to sit in your shitty diaper. One day, ladies, you will be alone to think of all of the people that you cast aside, threw aside, and hurt. And it will be on your deathbed that you will get to sit there and wallow in the misery of all of the people that you've hurt and cast aside like they weren't even human beings, like they didn't even have feelings, so that you could do what you wanted to because you were selfish. Not all of you women, but some of you. Some of you need to hear this. 
This is why I'm telling you this, ladies. It's not to hurt you. It's to tell you that this is what one day you will sit back on your deathbed and you will have all the time in the world alone because you've hurt everyone that's been in your life with your selfishness. Women. I hope you hear me. I hope that lands well with most of you. It's not all of you. I know some of you are decent human beings, but unfortunately that number is so completely and utterly small. I don't expect that many of those women are here. They're probably doing good woman shit right now. You know what I mean? Anyways. Yes, this is true, sheeple. Yes. Guys, if you have any red pill thoughts or ideas or anything like that, just keep them to yourself around normies. Normies aren't ready for this. They can't process this. They can't handle this. This isn't meant for them. Andres, good to see you. This is not meant for them. They will not like you because you don't like women. They will think all kinds of things about you. I, immediately, they assume that you like cock. I don't know why that's the go-to Next thing, can it be that you're just not a fan of the human race or that you're like, yeah, I've seen enough. I mean, nope, immediately. You like cock? You're gay. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Somebody must have hurt you. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yep, succeed without them. That's the best thing you can do, guys. At least that's what I recommend. Good to see you. Mouth agape ape in the building. Couple inches. Global warming has fallen this morning. Yeah, apparently so. <sighs> channel 1800 dumb. Appreciate you so much for donating to the channel, guys. I don't know if you new people know or if any of you normies are watching right now, but if you donate to this channel, you will get to see a crackhead. <laughs> hey, boy, hey, boy, your ass off. Jiggas on my kids. You good? <laughs> Oh, my God. Ah, that guy can harmonize, guys. Even lit, that guy was harmonizing. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. Channel 1800, Don Frank, good to see you, sir. <laughs> Who is in the building? Good to see you. Yeah, I don't need somebody else there talking to me when I'm dying, guys. I don't know about y'all. Maybe I'm just an old-fashioned man, but, like, and a little peace and fucking quiet. You know what I mean? Like I've lived a lifetime full of talking and trying to sell myself to people, whether it's women or a job or a, you know, hey, I'm John. I'm a, yeah, I'm a good, trustworthy, nice, normal person. And you can, thanks for meeting me, new human being. Let's be friends. Oh, okay. You're going to fuck me over in five years. That'll be great. Nice. Once I've gotten to appreciate your presence, uh, I'll have to, you know, excommunicate you from my life. Great to meet you. Hi, how are you? No, thanks. All these people are so afraid of being alone. Guys, alone is not that bad. I mean, it's bad if you don't have hobbies or you don't do things. If you're just going to sit there and stare at the same TV show or the same walls of your house or apartment, that shit's going to be brutal. But if you get out and do something, you'll be great. Like, guys, watch what I do. You'll see me. I'll be fishing down there. I'll be hiking. All these videos I'll post for you guys in the members area or on the Patreon or both. But like you'll see me do other stuff. I work a other job other than just YouTube and I work YouTube damn more than full time. I don't know if y'all know that, but you'll see I put out a lot of live streams. 
well, one a day for sure, every day, seven days a week, typically at 7 a.m. And if I miss the 7 a.m., I do an evening show. And some days when I've done a 7 a.m., I still do an evening show or an afternoon show. I put out five, six, seven shorts yesterday. I'll put out five, six, seven shorts today, as well as I will do some regular video videos on YouTube. And of course, then I'll be posting all of those everywhere else that I post. With the exception of Odyssey Locals and Rumble, because they're all kind of a pain in the ass and not enough people use them to really care. So anyways, good to see everybody. John Fernandez in the building. Shout out to you, sir. Shout out to you. Bunch of good men in the building. Well, they don't listen. Why would they want to listen to somebody who knows better, guys? You could be a more successful man and a dumber, not I don't want to say dumber because it sounds bad, but like a, a woman who don't know anything about a lot of things, who's kind of just maybe she's been a waitress her whole life or something. She just doesn't have a lot of life experience. She'll tell you how to do. She'll tell you the right way. You're wrong. Do it like this. This is better to do it this way. The toilet paper is supposed to go like this. Really? How much do you make an hour, ma'am? Just chill out. Just chill out. This world that we live in today is different. There's women out there today that guys won't even have a job. They'll think they're better than you or that you don't make enough for them and they won't even have a job. They literally just living off of the next man, the next man, the next sugar daddy. They call it a boyfriend, but we know what it is. It's the same damn thing. Sugar daddy. She'll be in a relationship with a guy. She won't even be sexually attracted to him. She'll just be blowing him and sleeping with him, blowing him and sleeping with him. Blow. Yep, rent's getting paid. Yep, car bill's paid. Insurance is paid. It's groceries in the house. He's my boyfriend. Look, and you go to her Facebook or her Instagram. It's all pictures of her, her and her kids. He ain't in none of the damn pictures. You know why? She don't, he ain't, she don't even care about him. She's probably embarrassed to even be with him. She don't want her family and friends to even see her with him because she knows they know what she did. And she didn't even like the guy. She was just like, hey, he's got some money. And then they'll look down on you. You don't make enough money. Bitch, you ain't got a job. You ain't had a job in 10 years. What's wrong with you? Anyways. Good to see everybody. Let's see what we got here. Yeah, normies will trigger you guys. Normies will trigger you. Because you're trying to talk to somebody who's still asleep, guys. I mean, I hate to use the matrix. I really do, like, because it's so kind of like the red pill and you get the matrix and the, but it's so true. Like when you, you can't wake up other people. You just, you have to see it for yourself. And in these people that are still asleep and they're still like, well, marriage is, it's going to last forever in my family. And this, we've always been had a great track record with marriage and Hafiz is going to go down this road. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. Because he doesn't know that the modern woman is not the same. You see, we men think that this shit's the same and it's just like it used to be. And really, the deep down, all of us humans are basically good in it. Nope. Women have gone off the rails, off the rocker. They are not. They are no longer on board with the regular plan. They're on their own thing right now. And some of these mouth breathers can't figure it out. They see these shows like Velma and they see these commercials and they can't put two and two together. 
how come it seems like every commercial movie and TV show hates men and just degrades them the entire show and makes them the butt of the joke in every commercial TV, radio, movie, print ad, you name it, everything, everything, everything. How come it seems like they don't like the white men either? Isn't that racist? And don't people care? And how come nobody does anything to stop it? These are normies. These are the people that they see this, these things and they just can't put it together. What's it's weird. And then they ask their wife, honey, how come? Shut up, stupid. Okay, honey. Thank you. Mouth breathers. Completely unaware of what's going on around them, especially in society. They don't see any of this. They don't see any of this. No, that's not going on. No, society at large isn't collectively attacking men. Come on. Get out of here, guy. Come on. Yep. That's why she got divorced. Yeah. Long connection you had in your marriage. Well, guys, you won't be alone forever. Your kids will express their own distress according to their age and maturity. Your kids will. Here's the this, this is the next normal, stupid ass people, human thing that I can't stand. Your kids will express their own distress according to their age and maturity. Here you go. Here's the key word in the sentence. Let's take out all the other words just for you dumbass women to catch up. No offense. Not all of you women are dumb, but some of you are. Let's take out all the other words. Distress. Do you see that, ladies? Let's add in two more words. Your kids. Distress. You're causing your children distress. Hello? You see, women, this is the problem that I have with you. You don't care about your kids. You don't care about your kids, women. You treat your daughters a good way until they get to a certain age. Then you train them to be sluts and whores so they can get married off and get out from under your feet by the, age, the time they're 18 years old. I'm assuming that's why you do it anyways, because I can't find another payout for why you'd want your daughter to be a slut whore and encourage her to dress and show her booty and try to find boys to sleep with. I can't imagine why you would do that. Furthermore, and this is the one that really upsets me, women, because most men love their mommy. You don't care about your sons, and that's apparent. You've created a society that feeds off of men. You've created a society that women actively feed off of men, use men, trick men, fool men for money through divorce, sex, intimacy, love bombing. And you know this goes on and you don't tell your sons. You don't even give your sons a warning or a heads up. You tell your sons to go find a wife. You know this is going on. You've been watching it in society for the last 50 years. Go down the tubes, women. And you still encourage your sons to get married. You don't even warn them the possibility that a woman might divorce, rape them, take their kids. Your grandchildren, by the way, women, your grandchildren. But do you warn your sons? Do you tell your sons, hey, this could potentially be a problem for you? Let me go see what that was, boys. Here's a quick commercial for you. There you go. I'll be right back, boys. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Is everybody in the world blind? Please, Lord, give me a sign. A sign. 
feel like I'm losing my mind Everybody in the world die Please Lord give me a sign A sign I wanna be the greatest Everybody on the face shit I look around and feel like everybody is the fakest I make this Every day and I'm impatient Hoping one day I blow up from the basement Statement The top is so vacant I don't hear shit that I think is amazing Waiting for my day when I'm playing Sold out shows for a thousand faces Hey Give me that crown Get in my way and you'll be put down It ain't your place All this my town If I want that shit Then I'll get it right now I'm losing it The noose it fits I'm losing shit A stupid myth You choose to live Or choose to dip You choose to fight Or lose your grip And lose a gift Oh Feel like I'm losing my mind Everybody in the world die Please Lord give me a sign A sign I feel like I'm losing my mind Everybody Yo, alright I put one of my plates A plastic one on the counter A little bit sideways And I guess it decided to fall off an hour and a half later With no one near it or touching it and no AC on, so that's kind of weird. But I was on a roll, so I guess, you know. Who hurt you guys? Who hurt you? Yeah. <clears throat> so, women, your kids will express their own distress. Distress that you caused them, ladies. <clears throat> your social circle will change. Brutal truths that every person knows. Divorced person now. Your kids will express their own distress according. Yeah, well, men know this truth, but unfortunately, usually men didn't cause the fuckery. So women, you got to live with that. That's a brutal truth that you have to live with. If you caused that distress in your child's life, you're an asshole. You're supposed to be doing what's best for your children. I don't know if you knew that or not, but this, this is what society has dictated would be best for all of us. But some of you are out here playing games, your social circle will change. Yes. Yes, there will be people. Guys, I had people in my friend's circle before that knew the ex-wife too for because we were together so long that are like, yep, I'm not fucking with her anymore under any circumstances, given the circumstances. Not uncommon. Yeah, your social circle is going to change, guys. Mm -mm -mm. Good to see everybody catching up in the chat. Video editing is great. DaVinci Studio is nice. I use Premiere Pro, but DaVinci is very powerful. There's an awful lot of stuff you can do with it. It does take a learning, you know, there's a learning curve to it. I suggest looking up some tutorials online and learning how to use a video editing software. And this is for everyone watching right now. If you haven't figured out how society is going towards media and media production for on the social to make money and like if guys, it's going this way. You can dislike it if you want. You can be one of those people that gets mad when I get a super chat or a cash app, but like society is going in this direction. This is kind of like the uh, fucking stock market or the internet boom or the tech boom or the get on board. Like fucking, if you figure this out, you can do something. But if you keep sitting there and like, well, the internet and I'm, I'm going to make videos and man, Anyone with the balls enough to try this will in time be successful. I've been making videos for a long time. I've only been making Manosphere videos for a year and a half, and I'm gaining a following. The You know, it, it's happening. I'm everywhere online. So um, 
I'm telling you guys, learn from this. Learn that you need to teach yourself these things. If you want to learn Premiere Pro and use Premiere Pro like I do, um, I recommend highly that you watch Sam Colder, even though he uses DaVinci himself now, but at least to get an idea of what's possible. And then for how to do it for tutorials, watch Justin Odishu. I'll find Justin's page real quick and put a link up. But Justin does Premiere Pro tutorials. Uh, sometimes he does a Photoshop tutorial or, or something like that. But I highly recommend watch uh, tutorials on these things. Learn video editing. And if you guys, again, I'm only saying this because I'm your friends. You guys are here. You're watching me. You could be anywhere else in the world, and you're right here with me. If you haven't figured out that this is where we're going as a society, I don't know what to tell you. But I highly recommend you get into the practice of making a video of something. I watched a bird feeding video the other day, guys. This is not – I didn't even watch it. It was a live bird feeder with birds and squirrels and shit jumping around. And this guy had a maze of all these different types of bird feeders and different seeds. And there were birds going everywhere. And it was a live stream. And this live stream runs like all the time. Like I, I looked at his history. It's just live stream after live stream after live stream of a bird feeder with birds eating bird seed and squirrels bouncing around. No talking, no music, no nothing, just a bird feeder. Super chat, super chat, super chat, money money coming in for a bird feeder a live bird feeder feed here's bird feed money five bucks here's bird feed get some bird seed 20 bucks super chats on a guy with this has a camera pointed at a bird feeder when i tell y'all if you don't start listening to me i know y'all think i'm up here trying to sell you on the idea of gone with john so you'll donate i'm not I hope you do donate. This is why I'm telling you shit so I can help you help me. But like if you don't use this information, you are losing this information. And this is valuable. This is valuable. I can't tell you how much money I've made off of YouTube, but I would if I could. Obviously, I can't because there could potentially be some listeners some watchers out there who are watching for uh, nefarious reasons. Maybe not one of you guys, maybe uh, a lawyer of sorts, but just know that like you can, you can change your life. If you'll just listen to some of the information I'm telling you, I know some of you are going to pick this up because I got some of this information from other men. Coach Greg Adams one time said something about making videos on one of his videos years ago and was like, yeah, if you don't get serious about it, you're not going to succeed. And he's right. The more I got serious about it, the more success I've had. I literally just because he said it and I took it personally, I got serious and here we are today. So, you know, use the information, guys. You can't be too big or I know too much or I'm not going to take information from this bald guy or I'm not going to take information from a black guy or I'm not going to. You have to be a man listening to the wisdom of other men. You have to be. I mean, for God's sakes, don't get your information from women about what you should be doing. I don't recommend that. No offense, ladies. Y'all do your own thing. Like, man, you got to listen to other people. Let's get back into the article here. You can't predict the future. Well, here's the thing, women. If you just stayed married, you can pretty much predict the future. 
going to grow old together with this nice man. We're going to grow old together and watch our kids grow up and our grandkids and kids are going to come at Christmas and holidays and vacation. And it's not going to be a big, awkward, ruined holiday for the rest of our lives, including our children. It's going to be a nice, fun family event with no strangeness, no weirdness, no trauma to relive every time it's Christmas or Thanksgiving, having to be around these people. It's going to be fun. But nope, nope, women, you, you had to just push away from the safety of shore in your tiny little rowboat into 20-foot seas. This is what you do, women. You think, well, I'm, I'm safe with this guy and we're comfortable and we're married and we love each other. We care about each other. Or at the very least, we've had a, experienced a lot of life together. Why not just burn it to the ground? I don't get it. I have no idea what these broads are thinking. No offense, ladies, when I say broads. I don't mean any disrespect to chicks, dames, you know, none of you. Ladies, women, girls, whatever. I don't like, no disrespect. It's not a, actually an insult to be called a woman in any fashion, form, or you're a woman. Be a woman. There's nothing wrong. Like you, you are telling you're being empowered and like you seem to have a problem with it. That's crazy. Anyways, <clears throat> John G listening while in the kitchen making coffee. I hear you, sir. For that, I'm going to take a shot of coffee for you, John G. Good to see you. Good morning. You're late, by the way. <sighs> Let's see what else we got in here, boys. Trying to do the AWALT, yes. Mm -hmm. Shot of whiskey in the building, guys. The one and only shot of whiskey. Good to see you. Some mothers view their pubescent daughters as competition. That's, I agree with you. I've seen this before in, in many moms, and I don't understand it. I really don't understand this. Um, I don't understand how they think they're even on the same playing field as their daughter. And I say that as someone who has a daughter. Like, I mean, I know at some point she's going to grow up into a young, beautiful woman. And, you know, people will eventually look at her and see her and, I find it hard to believe that in the, my daughter's height of her physical beauty that there won't be any older women really that are going to be able to hold much of a candle to her. I'm just going to, and I'm not even trying to not sound conceited. My daughter is gorgeous. She's going to grow up to be a gorgeous woman. So um, it is what it is. But yeah, this, their, their mom trying to compete with them. That's weird and kind of, kind of, it's embarrassing for the women is what it is. And I say that because I've slept with a lot of girls that are 23, 22 years old that tell that have told me, yeah, my mom was there at this thing last weekend and she was trying to twerk and dance and get all the boys attentions. And it was like a birthday party of one of their friends. And it was not appropriate at all for the mother to be, but she thought she was hot shit. Well, the girl that I was, you know, talking to about it was embarrassed. And she's not the first one I've spoken to about it who was embarrassed by her mother's behavior. <clears throat> Pally said FBI. No, it's not the FBI this time, Pally. I haven't given them a reason to come and knock in just yet. I don't plan on it. I have no problem. Like, I don't not even have a problem with, uh, you know what I mean? I think the government's corrupt as a motherfucker, but God, we got to have something in place. 
You know, I hate to say it like literally, I hate to say that, but I mean, look, if all this went away tomorrow, we shit would go south pretty quick. So we got to make the best of this and find a way to hopefully fix the system before we're completely ruined. But I digress. I digress. Let's get back into this article. You can't predict the future. Well, you could have. Fear is begging you to know yourself because you're worth it. Oh, my God. Here's the sentence, guys. This is the one. Fear is begging you to know yourself because you're worth it. One, this sentence has no weight. By that, I mean this is almost a non-sentence. This is no information being your fear is begging you. Fear doesn't beg. Fear is an inanimate thing. It's not even an inanimate object because it's not even an object. It's an emotion. The entire basis of this sentence is dumb, gentlemen, the entire basis. We'll get into that in a second, I think. Oh, it's my daughter. Hold on, boys. Let me tell her I love her. Her ears must be burning. She sent me some hearts. I love you too, Angel. There's some hearts, sunglasses gone with John, and a muscle arm. There you go, baby girl. Good to see you. Okay, so your fear is begging you to know yourself, know yourself, know yourself. The problem women don't know themselves, guys, is the reason so many of us do know ourselves. You see, we don't have a choice but to know ourselves. And let me explain. I know some of your here we go. So women go from their mother's house to relationship, maybe a man, maybe she moves in or something, or she goes to college and she's with her friends and then a man, or she has a man, or she has a boyfriend, or she, they go from man to man, to man, to man, to man, to man, to man. Even if they're not monkey branching and she does genuinely get dumped by a guy, she'll just call another guy the next day because she has DMs full of guys to choose from. She'll just call the guy, I'm heartbroken. Oh, he made me so sad. Oh, hey, we're boyfriend and girlfriend now. Hey, my phone bill's due on the 20th. I need my rent. And the guy's like, what? Yeah, we're, we're together now. Anyways, they don't know themselves because they bounce from man to man to man to man. They never have a break in there where they get to be alone with their thoughts and come to grips with who they are as a person. Men do this. This is why like when another man messes with a man, most men are like, hey, fucking I'm cool with who I am, dude. You ain't going to talk to me like this unless that guy is not cool with who he is and doesn't know himself yet. I've been that guy. I've been that shy, awkward guy that's like, ah, I'm kind of frightened and I don't know. I don't. Uh, uh. But after going through hard times and being alone, which everyone seems to be so uh, completely afraid of, after being alone for a little while, I realized something. There is a strength greater in me than just the average got to be a, a with people person. And that is the ability to learn from being alone, to take time to think, to take time for introspection, personal identification, know yourself. You know what I mean? And this whole other statement here, because you are worth it, because you are worth it, because you are worth it. I think women's biggest problem is they spend an entire lifetime trying to pound their shelf chest to tell people that they are worth it. But the truth is they don't live like they are worth it. Let me explain with my usual logic. 
you understand what I mean by this is women are constantly trying. We're just as strong as men. We're just as fast as men. We can play just as good as men. We can do anything a man can do. Well, okay, fine. But you don't hear men saying that about women. Women constantly. Well, we, we're this and we're that. And there's too many men this and too many men that. And we want to be like men. And why can't why do men get treated? We just want to be loved the way men are loved and respected. Well, here's the problem with it, ladies. You don't live a respectful life, most of you. Every one of you ladies, by definition, is living a life where you're looking for a man to help you with bills. That means money. That means you are trading affection, which isn't real affection or could be faked affection, a scam in the pursuit of money. You don't love people for who they are anymore. You literally have built your lives around seeking money and men with money or men for money. And even when you say, well, it's not really money. Yes, it fucking is. You're not in love with a guy with a bus pass. Don't play us. Don't, don't pretend. Don't pretend. And the problem with that is it devalues you as a human. And you can pretend like it doesn't. You can say it doesn't. But for the history of humankind, the woman who was available to any man with a couple of shekels was a prostitute. And I don't care how you sugarcoat it. I don't care what kind of semantics and circular logic you use. Well, it's not prostitution. It's a marriage. Oh, yeah. How come you're still getting paid? Well, oh, well, you know, you know, um, well, the court system. and all, Oh, OK. Well, how come money is such a big concern when the marriage is over? Well, I mean, it's not like we're settling up the bill. Yes, it is. It's prostitution. You don't love men for who they are, women. You don't care about or value people for people. All you value is money. And when you've spent a life using men for money, you start resenting men because they have the money that you want so desperately. But what do you do? You just hate on the men. Do you go out and try to build a company or do the things that make the money? No, you don't. Typically, you don't. There's a few entrepreneurs out there, but most of you women don't. You just look for a new man with more money over and over and over, and you never get to know yourself. And then you get mad at the men. These men have all the money. Well, that's because you were fucking and sucking your way through your 20s while we were trying to build something. Or when you didn't want us in our 40s, when we were bald, we were building something. We weren't sitting around, these women, we can be just as good as them, and we can do, 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 do. You're in a constant battle to prove that you're worth it, but you're trying to prove that you're worth it through just talking shit, not action. You're not building things. You're going from man to man. There's no, you don't get credit from human beings for being in a lot of relationships. No one looks at you and thinks, what a wise individual. This person certainly, a, I respect them. Nope, you don't. Being a 50-year marriage, people respect that. You can look around and see it. People are like, God damn, I'm good for you. You did it. Wow, you are a successful story so far. But fear is begging you to know yourself because you're worth it. This is just horse shit woman babble that they speak to each other. You're worth it. You're worth it. Girls, here's the thing. You are worth it. But if you don't take action and prove your worth, you ain't worth shit. I'm going to say it again. If you don't do something, you aren't worth a shit. 
That's true if you're a man or a woman, and you can quote me on that. You can make memes with my picture and face. If you don't prove yourself and do something, you aren't worth shit. Let's move on. Overcoming fear is empowering. This one here, look. Women live in their emotional state. This is why it says overpowering fear is empowering. Let me explain something to you guys. Fear is just an emotion. What's really empowering is learning what your capabilities are. Women call it overpowering fear. But for men, what it really is, is realizing that, hey, this thing I didn't think I was capable of, I'm really capable of. It's not like we fear this and we live in, women live in fear. They operate out of fear. Oh no, I'm going to run out of money. Time to find a new man. This, they, they just do this. They just do this. It's part of their defense mechanism. It's not an evil thing that they do. It's their programming is designed specifically to keep things moving in a positive direction. If shit looks scary, they fall apart. That's what happened in the world in the last three years with all the scary, the two years to end the cough cough. That's because women do most of the voting and they scared the women. This is what they do every voting season. They scare the women. Oh, this guy's a mean, he's a misogynist and he grabs women by the cooter and he's no good. This is a terrible man. And whether you like the man or not, or you, they just control women with fear because it's easy. You get a woman afraid, she gets right in line. No offense, women. I don't mean that masculine or sexist. But this is what they do. Women are the majority of the voters. They got everybody good and scared. And here come the women. Oh, well, yeah, let's all put on a mask. Let's do this. Listen, whatever you say. Yeah, delete, delete my post on Facebook. Tell me what the truth is, Facebook. That's fine. Yep, I'll go along with it. You guys just tell me what to think and how to live and how to complete oblivious normies. So they see this as, in, you know, overcoming your fear is empowering. Well, what's really empowering is learning what you're capable of if you actually would apply yourself. I'm going to say that again. What's really empowering is learning what you're capable of if you would just apply yourself. Hmm. Let that one marinate for a few minutes, boys. You're going to be all right. Now, here's the key, guys. You're going to be all right after the divorce. We say that here all the time. This one is actually true. You're going at some point. You're going to be fine. I don't know if I ever dropped Justin Odishu's link down there for the tutorials for Premiere Pro, but there's his link. Sorry, guys. You know how it is. When I get going on a roll, I get a little uh, sidetracked. Well, focused, but sidetracked. Let's see here. All good, John. Channel 1800. All good, sir. How is everybody? Yeah, sorry. Uh, it was a plate. It was a plate. Everything's good. John's haunted house. Exactly. Yeah, don't worry. I got the straps. If you know, if shit gets crazy, I got the straps. I'm uh, strapped up like a GoPro over here. Even at seven in the morning, I got it real close by. You better know that. You're going to be all right, guys. <clears throat> This is something that women say, and it's true. I mean, you're going to be all right. Women probably going to have a hard time with a little bit of things, probably going to have a, a down period after the divorce, especially after they can't pull men anymore. Because, see, a woman's power is pulling men, being able to get another man interested enough to whatever. This is the real power. Mm. 
Let's do another one, boys. Here you go. Here you go. Guys, life is a highway. He doesn't want to ride it anymore. Inside Rascal Flats, Joe Don Rooney, which look, Joe Don Rooney. I mean, come all right. <laughs> Billy Joe Jean Bob and wife Tiffany's contentious divorce. Contentious, you say? Aren't all divorces contentious? From infidelity to $315,000 rehab. Well, two years after he first filed for divorce, formal Rasker Flats guitarist Joe whatever remains locked in legal limbo with estranged wife Tiffany Fallon Rooney. Why do they why are they three naming these people? Come on, Tiffany Fallon Rooney. Is she who is she? Is she somebody important that I don't know about? Let's look. As the two hurtled towards a settlement mm -hmm, for March. Two years after he filed for divorce, guys. Two years after he filed for divorce. Gee, I wonder why he was in rehab. Mm, mm, mm. Habitual alcoholism and drug use left to their... Uh -huh. This is what Tiffany claims, guys. So here's where we are. Here's where we are. He's probably keeping it quiet, but all the court of public opinion goes to the women. People magazine right here. Court documents filed in the aftermath of Rooney's initial divorce filing obtained by people... Revealed a contentious he said, she said, in which both parties admit to adultery. So they were both sleeping around. They're both garbage. And Tiffany claims the musician's habitual alcohol and drug use led to their split. Something tells me that she probably also drank some alcohol and perhaps even engaged in a little bit of drug use. Of some kind, guys, of some kind. Also, look at these arms. Y'all see this? Can y'all see these arms? Uh-uh. No. No. Uh-uh. Well, so here it is, guys. Two years later. Would y'all still want to be messing with this two years later? When I say these, and I made, like I said, guys, I made all these shorts on here and I've been uploading them, trying to get them out there for everything. And in doing that, we've had a bunch of normie conversation in the shorts comments. So if you will, at some point go through today over the last four or five shorts I uploaded yesterday and just respond to all the comments. There's been a few, there's been a few nice people, females guys who think that I'm going to die a virgin. Uh, one of them said I was bald. That was very nice. Um, so just know that when we have these discussions, uh, you know, it is what it is, guys. But the future of marriage is divorce. Yes, this is true. This is true. Everything where the female takes over and they do that, the future is female. The future is female. The Everything where the female is taken over is gone to shit. Sorry, it just has every single thing. Every single thing. 
they're easy manipul easily manipulated. So if there's just one woke female on the project, all the other females are going to go along with whatever that woke female says. Because the whole time that woke female is going to be like, well, it's because of the patriarchy. And all of them are like, oh, we weren't even thinking that. We were talking about how we should draw the this person in the movie. Yeah. So. Good questions. I like to see Frank is on it. Good questions. Yeah. Moderators, feel free to do whatever you like. You take care of it how you want. It's always good. <laughs> Your comments will distract me, though, so I'm going to go back to what I was doing. You guys have fun in the comment section. Normies are coming. The normies are going to show up. You guys can't talk about this. You can't make shorts about this God with John. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I did it wrong. Here we go, guys. This is better. Let me do it again. Now I'm going to be the normies. You guys can't talk about this. My normie shoes and my normie boots. I just want to be a normie. I love women. I need women. I need women in my life. I need women to tell me what to think and what to do and where to be. I need their TV shows. I really like that new one with the lesbian from Scooby-Doo. What's her name again? Fred? No, Velma. I love Velma. You guys can't talk about this anymore. I'm going to tell my mom and I'm going to tell Susan what you've been doing in here. I'm going to let Susan know that you guys are talking all this stuff about beautiful women, beautiful my ladies. I can't believe you guys talking all this. It is what it is, guys. The normies are out here. It's pretty thick. And um, like I said, I knew this would happen eventually as the channel grows and grows and spreads out to more people. We will have more normies in here, which is where I will need you moderators to at very least have fun in the live chat, block them, ban them, whatever you want to do. Let, like if a woman shows up and she wants to have a little bit of talk back and forth, let her hang around for a little bit. Well, even if it is a female uh, male, you know, a man and his emotions, a blue pill, beta bill, let them hang around for a little bit. Sometimes we might invite them on just to kind of have a chit chat with them and see what they think. If they're willing to do that, they may not even be willing to. They may just be full of piss and vinegar and good ideas, but no spine to back it up. We see that from time to time. We see that, especially in a lot of mamas raised little boys that haven't had a taste of real life yet. You know how it is. Yeah, boy, marriage doesn't look like it's going good, guys. Doesn't look like it's a good deal for men at all. But I suppose I'm just a bad guy. I suppose I'm just a mean old red pill guy. What's wrong with me? Why do I do this? Why don't I just tell you guys to risk it all and throw your lives away? I mean, what's the worst that can happen, guys? What is the absolute worst that can happen if I just let you throw your lives away, guys? Divorce may ruin your life. Thank you, Matt Walsh. I appreciate that. That's a good interjection from Matt Walsh there. He's just letting you all know that this is probably not going to end well for you. I know you think that it will and it's going to be fine and probably not. Mackenzie Scott, 
Amazon billionaire Jeff Bezos' ex-wife finalizes second divorce. One, I love this title. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. They could have addressed this woman as anything, anything at all, anything at all. But when they said her name, which for most people, that's enough to get the point across, that wasn't good enough. They had to identify her as ex-wife of this man. Mackenzie Scott, who's that? Oh, you know, this man who accomplished something's wife, ex-wife. Oh, that lady. Oh, this person. Oh, see, when you said her name, I wasn't sure exactly who you were, but okay. So her existence is tied into that man. Okay. I got you. I see. This is why they hate men, by the way. Y'all don't, y'all don't realize this, but this is why they don't like men. You see the man accomplished something and he accomplished something great and grand and is known for it. And what's she known for? Eh, she slept with him. She was married to him for a little while, and then she took a bunch of his money in a divorce, and now everything that was worthwhile in knowing him, she's lost. She's got a pile of money, but all of the actual accolades and honors and all of this of this man's life and accomplishments of this man's hard work, she no longer has access to any of that. Now she's just seen as this woman he used to know. Yeah, 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 she got some money. Who gives a shit? men who would use her. So she finalizes her second divorce. Wow. So you mean her monkey branching to the new man backfired? Allegedly. Allegedly monkey branching to the new man backfired on her. What a shock. Nobody could have seen that coming. Her second humming husband wasn't the full package either. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up for a second. Her second husband wasn't the full package either. Well, we're going to full screen it on that one. Guys, <clears throat> listen, you mean to tell me that Jeff Bezos wasn't the full package? I mean, obviously, look, he's bald. I get it. I'm bald. You know, he's not supposed to be the pretty one. So I don't fault him for that whatsoever. The man's done amazing things business-wise created a very large company, um, is worth a few few pennies. I understand he's a little shorter, perhaps, in stature than some other men, but you mean to tell me he doesn't qualify as like the full pack? That man is the full package. Uh, pause, by the way. I'm not suggesting that, you know, I'm just saying that like his accomplishments in his lifetime outweigh a lot of multiple men's combined accomplishments. So shouldn't, he's not good enough for a woman. He wasn't good enough to be like, quote unquote, the full package. Mackenzie Scott, the ex-wife of, oh, her, okay, was reportedly finalized her second divorce after a year of marriage, a whole year of marriage. Whoa, that's crazy. I wonder how long her and Jeff Bezos were married. I don't see it in the article anywhere here so far, but wouldn't it be something if her and Jeff were married for like a really, really long time and had made like a friendship kind of thing and a bond together and were like, and then she just got married to this other guy for a year. Wouldn't it be like ironic if she threw away like a really good long-term relationship with a fucking billionaire 
for some douchebag that she was married to for a year. Wouldn't that be comical gold, guys? Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Fuego, good to see you, sir. Lumberluck, good to see you. Glad to have you here. Good to, good to see everybody. Mike's here. Andres. Yeah, you can make a few guesses, guys. You can make a few educated guesses. Shot of whiskey with the comedian. Always good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see what we got here. Fear is a limitation, guys. Don't be afraid. Honestly, like fucking go balls to the wall. I don't mean do dumb stuff, but I mean, don't be afraid to try. At very least, don't be afraid to try what you've seen other men succeed at. If another man can succeed at it, why the fuck haven't you tried if you're interested in doing it? You could do this, guys. Mm -mm -mm, looking good. Looking good. All right. I see our moderators are on it and taking care of everything, as I would expect. No problem. I paid my ex to go away. She was still violent. Oh, man. Yeah, they're... Guys, women will punch you and then hide their hands. You got to be careful around them. Utterly ridiculous. Yep. Silver Surf Studios, good to see you, sir. Welcome on back. Welcome back. Trying to make sure I at least welcome everybody since I am behind in the chat. Sorry, boys. I'm getting paid to be like... Dependable, efficient, and that's why I've been on the same floor for over a decade. See, this is loyalty. This is what women don't understand. There's a certain, when you build up a time frame, there's a certain thing there that's that's worth more than money, that's worth more than, they don't get it. Like, they just, they really don't get it, guys. But it is what it is. RP Pope, good to see you. Good to see you, sir. Yeah, that girl was skinny fat. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Female hive mind. Absolutely, guys. Pajur, good to see you, sir. Welcome on back. Good to see you. I think they do, Bruce. Good point. Serial killers, I think, do have three names. Most of them, anyways. Most of them. So, yeah. So you mean to tell me that uh, one year it was over. The 52-year-old, 52-year-old, it almost doesn't even matter what you're going to say after that because that's the end of the, you know what I mean? Like that's the end of it. There's really nothing else even to say after that. Let me read it again. The 52-year-old... Philanthropist officially split with Dan, whatever, who cares? A chemistry teacher. A teacher. She was with the guy that made Amazon, the billionaire. Did I mention that? And she, you know, met a man who could make amethyst with some dust and some liquid in a petri dish. Wow. This is great. Can you imagine, guys? I mean, this is. Unbelievable. The former lovebird. Fucking lovebirds. Yeah, they were together right after Jeff's divorce. 
she was just happened to have one of those miracle new boyfriends right after the divorce. They got married and were married for a year. <sighs> and here's the rest of it, guys. First off, this article is about her, right? But we got to throw Jeff under the bus. The former lovebirds got quietly hitched, blah, 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 a couple of years after Bezos, 58, was busted sending sleazy selfies to his then mistress, Lauren Sanchez, leading Scott to divorce him. Listen, chick, here's the thing, lady. If you're 50 something years old and you're married to the guy that founded Amazon and he has a mistress, just deal with it and be quiet. Like, just sit down. The fact that you can take him for a bunch of money because he has a girlfriend doesn't mean you should. He probably still cared about you. This is what women don't understand because they, they're different. They think that we are like them, and but the re reality is we're not. I'm not suggesting that you should be able to have a mistress or you do have a mistress or that you, but men at very least are able to have sex and be like, well, I'm glad I'm done with that. It's time to go off and do the next thing that I got to get done today and never think about it again. Women cannot do that. That's why they don't understand. They think, oh, he has a mistress. He's in love with her. He's going to leave me for you. But look at this face, guys. Look at this face. This is when Coach Greg Adams would show you a picture of Master Splinter, guys. Shout out to Coach Greg. That's the Master Splinter right there. The hair, the everything. She, what does it call it? The, she got dryer lint hair. Looks dry. They had both signed a prenuptial agreement. How come if you want a woman to sign a prenuptial agreement, it's a problem? But if a guy wants a woman to sign a prenuptial agreement, eh, well, yeah, that's fine. Scott, a novelist and the third wealthiest woman in the U.S. I wonder why. How did she build her wealth again? How did this delicate novelist and entrepreneur build her wealth again? Hmm. I can't remember. Can you guys remember how Mackenzie Scott became the third wealthiest woman in the world? She must have done a lot of work at a company. She must have founded a company, right? You think so? How'd she do that? Huh. Must have really created something to be worth that much money. Yep, third wealthiest woman in the world because she slept with a man. Well, was married to a man. Uh-oh, she reportedly parted ways with Bezos with $38 billion in Amazon stock. One can only hope that Jeff railroads the company so that Amazon stocks goes bust and that woman walks away with like $38.52 worth of Amazon stock. Wouldn't that be something, guys, just to do it? You know, he puts his money in savings and then he just bankrupts the whole company and she's left with like $9 in stock options from Amazon. I digress. But look, look here. We can see Jeff here with clearly or happier days. You know what I'm saying? Looks like a... Two nice reasons to be happy right here. 
You can see a third reason down below here that probably causes some intense joy and happiness. Here's the fourth reason above the other two reasons. Looks like could probably make him smile an awful lot. Boy, see, here's the thing is women do shit like this and they're like, I'm going to show him and I'll teach him and I'll, she got $38 million. No other man wants her ever now because she's older. She married the, the, her new guy and was married for a year and was like, oh, shit. And look at Jeff. Does Jeff look unhappy now? Poor Jeff Bezos. Poor, poor Jeff Bezos. Seen here on the arm of what can only be described as a very good time. Very nice lady. She seems like a very nice person. I mean, I don't know anything about her, but, you know, looks like everything's probably doing. She seems like a great person, guys. A lot of intellect I see here. I can tell right here she probably has a lot of brilliant ideas. So, ugh, ugh, guys. All right. So let me let me get this right. This behemothly tall, scrawny woman said she's going to really show this billionaire and divorce him and take $38 million in stock options from the company. And this is what she got, which she lost after a year, by the way, this nice gentleman here. And now Jeff is left here crying into the bosom of this nice voluptuous woman here. So now this woman is old and alone and tall and has a neck like a giraffe, allegedly, is going to end up alone with boxed wine and cats, looking for the Gumby of her dreams, apparently. And this nice man here is going to be dealing with the junior college or just above the junior college. And quite frankly, she appears to be very fit. I see clavicles. I see a nice neck here. I see you know, feminine arms, but defined. I see what can only be de described as two very nice breasts uh, under the shirt there. So he'll be fine. Somehow he's going to pull himself up by his bootstraps. And this woman is going to, I don't know. I don't know where she goes from here, to be honest with you. I, I don't know how that, what do you do next? I mean, you know, you, you were married to like one of the richest people in the world. Uh, you couldn't make a relationship work with him because you got a little too big for your britches thinking that you had done something or accomplished something. And by the way, you wrote a couple of novels, which really probably in reality were bestsellers because you were married to the guy that created like the biggest online bookstore ever. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have ghost bought all of the damn books you sold and you think you're an accomplished novel novelist now? You don't, women. You don't understand. Men do stuff like this. Like you're like, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to put it out. And your husband's Jeff Bezos. He owns Amazon. Don't you think he could have flooded that buy page with a couple of billion views until your book sold a lot, or himself bought a billion copies of your book and you thought, damn, I'm a good author. <sighs> well, Mackenzie, where do you go from here? You you were married to a billionaire. 
You've been married twice. You're 52 years old and old now and, well, not sexually attracted to most men anymore, unfortunately. Where do you go from here? Where do you go from here, ladies? Where, I mean, at, at what point are you happy? If you're not happy being married to a billionaire, when are you happy? And don't give me that shell. Oh, he cheated on her. And One, I'll guarantee you she wasn't fulfilling her duties to him. I'll guarantee you she had a headache or was not feeling good one day or this or that or the other thing. And he got tired of it and was like, you're going to keep playing these games with me. I mean, I'm one of the richest people on the planet. I, I know how to get it. I know it's out there. I know they like money. I Think of the level of women on a daily basis that throw themselves at Jeff fucking Bezos. Can you even imagine? Some of you guys think, well, no, he's bald or he's short or he's old or he's. Where's the chick a minute ago that posted, posted something about he looks like he has Bell's palsy. It don't even matter if he looks like he has Bell's palsy. That's the beauty. He has so much money. Girls are literally coming up to him all the time. Hey, how are you? Hey, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. How are you? Jeff. Hey. Hey, buddy. Yeah, right there. See? Keister. He looks like he has, but it doesn't even matter. Do you know how many men would, would suck the bells right through his palsy? I mean, come on. Richest guy in the world. Women, how do you get happy? When do you find happiness, women? If it's not the richest man in the world, one of the richest men in the world, what, what does make you happy? If it's not marrying the guy after you married the richest guy in the world and had a successful relationship and children with him and everything else, when are you happy? Is it the $38 billion or whatever it was divorce settlement? Does that make you happy? You're the third richest woman in the world. Are you happy now? Because there's no more hills to conquer, ma'am. And that's what life is about. Forward momentum, growing, getting better. One day you're happy because you're making this much. The next day you're happy next year because you got a raise. The next year you're happy because you got a promotion or a new job or a forward momentum. You don't want to be 50 and making $20,000 a year. You want to be growing in some kind of way, ideally. And if you're going to come in with some weak-ass, pansy-ass excuse, well, money's the root of all evil, and you shouldn't want to strive for money. Shut the fuck up. You're at the wrong channel. You guys should be growing. If for no other reason, then I want you to succeed. I want you to grow. I want you to challenge yourself. Because when you believe in you as much as I believe in me, you will be successful at whatever you do. Because you won't stop. Because you won't stop. So anyways, good to see everybody. We're an hour and a half in. I'm going to go. I'm off today. So I will be doing some shorts and some other stuff and some laundry. And I'm going to be doing some more live streams later on today, too, because I love doing this and hanging out with you guys. But um, I am going to go into work again and make a little extra money there as well. So um, we got to do what we do. See what I'm saying, guys? Keep pushing. Keep busy. Keep doing stuff. If you're hanging around and you're getting stagnant and you're getting bored and you're you're not going to be happy. Probably, I would think so, Keister. Um, 
I would think after that long relationship that perhaps she broke him down and even maybe emasculated him a little bit and he had probably had enough with it. Yeah, Charlie, it's not worth 38 billion. This is the point, guys. Is like I'm a reasonable man. Like I know it sounds probably like I'm not, but I'm reasonable. Like let's say that that you know he's worth let's say Jeff was worth 100 billion. She should get 2 million dollars. That's reasonable. That's more than reasonable. You can start your life over with a million dollars. Guys, if you were smart and you knew what I knew about money, you can take $500,000, start your life completely over from scratch and never have to worry about money ever again, ever, ever. With just a basic knowledge of money. So why does she need $38 billion? Why is that fair? I mean, somebody explain that to me. How in this world... Is that possible? Y'all don't need to be getting married, guys. I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even joking. Rusty Rivers, super chat supporting the show. He says, give me Captain Jack. Oh, Captain Jack is my favorite, Rusty. I'm so glad. Guys, look at the pride and stride of Captain Jack. Tell me you don't want the confidence of this man. What an aristocrat, guys. Captain Jack. I mean, guys, if you're new to the channel, anytime you super chat or whatnot, you get your own personal crackhead here. I'm working on downloading some new crackheads because I've got a pretty good selection here, but we're going to keep it growing. But this, guys, the, the balls of Captain Jack, the swagger of this man. Notice the aristocratic way that he's like, I've got some schmutz here on my beard. I've got a little bit of, oh, right, that's better. Now I look appropriate to go out in public. Also, so many questions left unanswered by Captain Jack. Why only one glove? Is that part of the ensemble or was that accidental? Do you think he was putting on his outfit that morning and he was like, I know, pink pants, red tube top shirt showing a little bit of belly because I'm a classy guy and uh, I'm going to go full beard. We'll do lumberjack hat, one glove. That's what it'll be. Maybe he's one of those, uh, what do they call those people? The hipster doofus people? The, uh, oh shit, I forgot the name of those clown hats. Um, you know, the people that are like, hey, I'm a special cool person. Look, I've got a top hat and a monocle and a Mr. Pe Peanut Cane. What do they call those fucking assholes? They usually got a little twisty, weird beard and they, they think they're really special. Ah, somebody put it in the chat. Druid, what's up, buddy? Good to see you. What's the name of those people, guys? I want to say fucking doofuses, but that's not it. Mm, not millennials. Maybe it's millennial kind of a thing. I'm not sure, but you know the ones. that Like the, the more hipsters. Yes. God, thank you. Yes. Hipsters, guys. The more outrageous their outfit is, it's like they're fucking, uh, you know what I mean? You see these guys and they're like, I'll, I'll wear sweatpants, a top hat, and I'll ride around on a child's electric scooter. Perfect. Great outfit. And people see him and they treat, they listen to him and they have conversations with him. And they're like, you're saying very smart things. 
I love your top hat and your monocle. That that's very classy. He's got one of those watches on the chain, like it's back in the nineteen hundreds, and he's, uh, yeah, hipsters. Thank you. I appreciate that. Grant, $5 donating to the channel. Thank you, sir. Been with my chick for five years. She's cool. Down to have fun with girls, but she wants a ring now. We're hitting six years. Fire content. I'm going to address your comment here in just one second for you because I've got some information for you that you need to know. But before I do, I got to set you up with a crack. Best be on point, I got scales. Let's talk about this comment real quick. So here's the thing, Grant. Uh, Coach Greg posted a uh, video yesterday of a guy telling his girl, you know, are you really not going to sign the divorce paperwork with, the, you know, I, you know, you, you got to sign this prenup. And she didn't want to sign the prenup. And the point of it was she wanted the marriage, like, but she didn't want the prenup. And he said, well, how come? I mean, if you love me for me, why not marry me for me with, you know, and not make it about money? And she's like, well, that's not the point. The point is everything that's yours is mine. Now, I know that that's kind of an idea of marriage. I mean, not exactly, but you know, back in the day when marriage was first around, your wife couldn't take all your stuff because back then you could smash her with a broom handle. I don't recommend you do that. I'm just saying like back then that wasn't a consideration when they wrote the marriage laws. of Well, you know, when you if you split up, she gets a little money and, you, you know, it wasn't she takes half your shit. But understand that giving her that ring and that marriage. It will change you as a man, Grant. It will not be good for you in the long run. I know you probably love her and you want to try to do everything right the way you've been raised to do it. And I get it. I understand completely. I've tried it twice. It was the most expensive mistakes I've ever made in my life. So that being said, I hope that helps you a little bit or helps to guide you a little bit just because it's... Um, that could be a costly mistake, sir. And I, I don't mean to cause a rift between you and your girlfriend. I would say try to keep it together with her as long as possible. But if you live with her, you might already be common law married, depending on what state you're in after five years, which would be a bad thing for you, because then it'd be difficult to ask her to leave or you might have to. I mean, are you paying all the bills, Grant? That would be a question I have for you. Do you handle all the bills and she lives with you? Or do you all live separately? I'll leave that on you, sir, if you choose to answer. Good to see you. You don't have to super chat the answer, though. You can just regular chat and I'll, I'll see it. If I can be helpful, I will. That's for sure. Good to see everybody. Hollywood dressing hipsters. Yeah, millennials, hipsters. Sure. Yeah. All over the place, guys. They're fantastic, guys. They're fantastic. One of them will have on like a dinner coat and like the pink bunny slippers, like house shoes. And you're like, ah, this guy's unique. This guy's absolutely unique. <laughs> oh, Rusty Rivers, dude. Great idea. Great fucking idea. This will be my top priority this morning. Find a ship of a big, a clip of a big ship running over little boats so I can have my own personal donation. Rusty, you fucking got it. Rusty, you are king donation man here. 
not to mention my right-hand man on the channel, but yeah, Rusty, you get your own clip. You got it, my man. Very well, sir. I will get that done today. I'm actually kind of excited about looking for that. I'll get several good, big-ass, dominant ship clips for Rusty. Good idea, man. I actually like that a lot. Let's see what else we got here. Ah, double-digit body counts. They don't value. That's what gets me, guys, is once some of you guys that may still be blue-pilled or don't know yet, once you understand that you've put so much emphasis and importance into peace leave your entire life and they just give it out freely like they don't even care, it don't matter. You've always thought, well, yeah, but this girl's not interested in me and I wish somebody could and, oh, man, this – this girl doesn't love me and I wish she did love me. And boy, I'd love to taste a drip or two of her peace lead juice, but I'll never get to. And oh my God, it's so wonderful. And it's, once you grow a little older and you realize that as they get, they just give this shit out to damn near anybody. Some dudes will be damn crusty, busty ass dorks or broken bums or just nobodies. And I'm a nerd. So don't get me wrong guys. I'm not shitting on dorks. I'm a nerd, but like they'll, you'll see who they choose to give it out to for the rest of their lives as they grow older. And you'll be like, really? What are you? Oh, and then you'll see pictures of her on her Facebook or something when she's 30 or 40 years old. And you'll be like, oh, oh no. Oh no. Which is why you kind of have to, guys, remember the girls that you got when they were, um, we'll say of age, you know, 17, 18, back in the day when you were that age too. The girls that you got in their prime, those were the best days, girl-wise, sex-wise. As an older man, you get to the point where you're like, eh, it just is what it is. It's not worth me rearranging my entire life for. Which is what a marriage is, by the way. Which is what a marriage is, by the way. I'm going to rearrange my entire life because this girl can give good head. I don't recommend living your life that way, men. It's just, and again, I'm not trying to be crass. I'm trying to be honest with you. I call things like it is so that you men can understand that the point I'm trying to make, I will give it to you as plain English as you need to hear it, but you have to take it from there. All I can do is tell you, you have to implement it. You have to do that. Rearranging your entire life because a girl makes your penis feel good is dumb. But John, I love her. Maybe you do. It doesn't mean you need to involve the government. It doesn't mean you need to involve the government. We live in my condo. She works a good head of HR in Chicago. Hang on. She works. So she's the head of HR in Chicago or she gives good. Um, maybe she's the head of HR in Chicago. I don't recommend fucking with anybody in HR ever for any reason grant hr do you have any idea the mind games this woman could play on you just because she's been trained in hr <sighs> how old are you grant how old are you buddy a couple of questions is this your first real big relationship i.e were you a virgin before you met her how old are you uh i have so many questions um, you don't have to put exactly what you make, but give me an idea, Grant. How much money do you make a year between 50 and 60, between 60 and 70? Do you make 100K? I mean, sounds like you're up around Chicago area. I'm assuming you make at least 100K to be able to afford it. 
Also, if you're in Chicago, for God's sakes, I hope you have a bulletproof vest or something. Getting a little dangerous. No guns allowed up there. More guns per square foot than anywhere else. Ain't that something? There's Democrat laws for you. Anyways, I'm 28. She's 27. Okay. Um, her biological clock is ticking down, Grant. So she's, everything in her body is saying secure a man. Secure some seed so that we can reproduce before it's too late. Do y'all have any kids together so far? Do you have any kids outside of the marriage Does or y'all's relationship? And does she have any children? Is she a single mother? Is there anything else I need to know about this before I uh, speak on it too much? Let me continue to go down. Good to see y'all. Eh, the old days, you know. Oh, Huh. The preliminary facade. Brilliant, John. Brilliant. Mr. Fernandez, my ex-wife proposed to me. Mistake. First time married, I thought it would be successful. She was very attentive and nurturing. Yes. Yes, they are in the beginning, aren't they? Isn't that something, guys? You meet a girl and the next day she's like, I love you. I've never loved anyone like I love you. And you're like, this is weird, but all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dog down a hallway, brothers. Hot dog down a hallway. You're parking your bicycle in an airplane hangar. It's no coincidence. MGTOW, no marriage, no cohabitation, no accidental children. Guys, don't you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. I know when you're not married and you wanted to be married and you've fantasized about it your entire life, because we men are the true romantics. Let's not shit each other. We are the romantic ones. We fantasize. We're like, I'm going to find a wife and make her an honest woman. She's going to be my woman. And it's just me and me and her. And You fantasize about it your whole life. And you're like, well, I got to give it a shot. I got to give it a shot. I got to at least try it once. And look, if, I'm not telling you not to try it once. I'm telling you, you need to be aware of what it is you're signing up for ahead of time. Because what you, you men think is, it's possible that she might not do that to me. But that's not what's true. What's possible and plausible based on actual statistics, 200 years of facts, data and statistics. She is very likely to leave you, take your children, and then it's going to cost you a lot of money. And women don't understand this because they don't have to pay it. They don't actually think they're not forward thinkers, guys. So what they don't understand is that like, they see it like, well, when I lived with you, you paid a thousand dollars a month at least to keep me alive, me and the kids alive between our rents and the food that we ate and our insurance. You paid at least. So what's the big deal? But what they don't realize is that when they don't live with you anymore and you're still paying rent, but now they live somewhere else. Well, you're paying your rent of a thousand dollars or whatever a month and all your bills to keep you alive. But now you're also paying an additional thousand dollars a month to her or whatever it is. See, they don't understand how that could affect a man. They're like, just pay the money. Just, you got it, just pay it. No, I don't. I had the money to pay for rent when it was me and you living under the same roof with the kids. And I had the thousand dollars a month then because it was what part of our bills. But now you're not part of me and I'm paying you a thousand a month and I'm paying all my bills. So really all that happened is the best friend I had, the partner that I depended on, trusted and loved, left. And now I'm left to pay all the bills by myself and pay your bills. 
I don't hate women, guys. I tell you to be MGTOW because it's the safest thing for you as a man. And I have men come in here and hate me for it. How can you tell men this? Why would you? You don't know. You're going to be a virgin. You're an incel. No, actually, I've had a lot of pussy. And it is nice. Look, I the stuff, it's fun. I'm first to admit, I'll tell you, it's when you're in it, it's fun. And after that, you know, 15 minutes of pleasure, the whole uh, everything else to, to get back to that point is going to be a drag. It's going to be a fucking constant slog. You're going to have to go through hoops and do this and do that just to validate because she for her, she has to feel that you're worthy of the peace leaf guys because she to her, it's a commodity to her. It's a money making opportunity. So you have to be worthy of it. Otherwise, she could be making money somewhere else with it. And that's the problem that most men have with women is once you realize what they're really about and how they operate in this gray area of I'm not a hoe, I'm not a slut, I'm not a gold digger, I'm not a whore, I'm, this is all just stability. It's all just I need a man with stability. Uh-huh. Yeah. Once you see them for what they truly are, it's hard to want to be with them. So it looks like you make enough money, Grant. I mean, barely, but you do. For that region, for that area, I'm not trying to be a dick, but I mean, um, so you own two homes. I bet she does want to fucking marry you and you make 100K, no kids. Yeah, I bet she does want to marry you. Dad died 122. Her dad or your dad? That's an important distinction. Her dad died or your dad died? If your dad died, I apologize for the loss, sir. I understand. I've been there. You will be OK. He's probably proud of you. If I had to guess, if it was her dad died when she was 22, well, that's even more cause for concern. But we'll continue moving on. <sighs> Let me get down in the chat here and see what you guys are talking about. Your dad. OK, your dad died. In that case, I'm sorry for your loss, sir. Um, your dad is probably very proud of you. Sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders. It sounds like you're doing your thing. Was your dad married or divorced, Grant, when he died? Think about that. Was your dad married or divorced when he died? What would he have told you to do? If he was divorced, I can almost assure you of what he would have told you. If he didn't fear reprisal from your mom or his wife or a new wife or you see men do this, they have to be very careful. Your dad was married. Okay. All right. Well, you have a decision to make, Grant. You know, been together five years. I mean, she is pushing for the marriage. Understand people don't push for anything unless there's a reason behind it. Like the car salesman doesn't tell you all these things to get you excited about the car for no reason. He wants you to buy the car. He wants you to sign the paperwork. And I'm not shitting on salespeople. I love salespeople. It's part of it's their job. But that's why they're doing it. There is a reasoning for it. It would be one thing, you know, if y'all live together and you're taking care of everything and she's saying, hey, yeah, we'll just hang out. We're having a great time. I love you. You're the best. You're the awesomest. But if she's pushing you actively for a marriage, um, you know, she wants your heritage. See, she sees that you're someone who's young which means that you're dumb. 
no offense, Grant. I was dumb too at 22. I'm still kind of dumb, but you're a young man. You don't have as much life experience um, and you have money, you have assets. So you have uh, this job where you make X amount of money. If you have two houses that are not just in your name, and by that I mean if you're paying a mortgage on those houses, they're not yours, they're the bank's. So we won't even count that. But she doesn't know that because she's young and dumb also. So she sees, well, he has two houses. He has plenty of money. She doesn't know that maybe you're under a 30-year mortgage for one or both of them. And that changes things monetarily, substantially. If you have two houses and you make 100000 a month in Chicago, that means, shit, you're probably paying two twelve dollars to $2,000 a month house mortgages. If they're under mortgage, if they're yours outright and you own them, she knows she can get at least one of those houses in the divorce, which could be as early as next year. She could leave you in a year and get a house from you. And a lot of young people who don't know think, well, I'll just go into court and tell them that she used me and she planned this and she and you don't you ain't going to get to you ain't going to stand up in front of a jury of your peers. It ain't even that kind of courtroom. It ain't a court court, guys. It ain't like court, court, court. It's a fucking administration office where you're going to show up and some guy in a robe is going to listen to your administration woes and he ain't even going to listen. He's going to listen to the lawyers. They've been married for X long. He makes this much money. Oh, he'll have to pay her this much. She's entitled to a certain lifestyle. Uh-huh. I own it and I have a renter in one. So Grant, yeah, see, you, you have a little business going, my man. She sees you as a capable man. She sees you making money. She sees you got shit. I have seen it where men owned uh, one or two rental properties and got a divorce and the wife got one or both rental properties in the divorce. Now she has a business and the man doesn't have a business anymore or his business took a half a hit and she got the nicer of the two rental properties, the one that really generated the most income. Just be careful, my man. Just be careful. Because you having the knowledge and being able to act on it is what it's going to ultimately come down to. I want you to be happy. I want you to do what you can. But I know ultimately if you get married, at some point your happiness will end. At some point your happiness will Ill end, Grant. One thing I can promise you, if you get married at some point, Either the two of you will be tired of each other or one of you will be tired of the other one and make the other one miserable. Or the two of you will be perfectly happy and content. And in 50 years, one of you will die and you will spend the rest of your days in misery. Thinking about your loved one who every again, again, I'm saying everything goes perfect for 50 years. Grant, she's the love of your life. You have kids and everything's fantastic. You spend your dying two to five years thinking about the death of your wife while you're all alone. Would it be worth that pain if you could avoid that situation? I know some people hear what I just said, and it maybe sounds a little calculating and cold, but quite honestly, if even in the event that everything goes perfect, and it won't, 
How do I know it won't? Grant, let's say you've been in 100 relationships and right now you only have this one successful relationship that you're in. You have a 1% success rate right now. You have a 1%, you're with one woman, but every other relationship you've ever had has failed. You have a 1% success rate. Would you really bet money on that? I mean, I'm not a gambling man, but I have gambled before. Would you bet money on a 1%? You've succeeded 1% of the time at this. How much money are you willing to roll the dice on that? I don't recommend marriage. I know there's guys like Radical Rafter in here. No offense to Radical Rafter for recommending a prenup because I know that's the go-to for most men. But understand, you can have a prenup to where she won't get anything in the marriage and then spend three years of your life and $100,000 enforcing the prenup. Just saying, I have a prenup. Here's the prenup. And the people will be like, oh, he has a prenup. Let's talk about this. And the lawyers are getting paid and the judges are getting paid and they just keep pushing the court down. Oh, well, we'll talk about it Tuesday. Oh, let's have it a week from two Sundays from now. Not lawyers are getting paid by the hour. Phone calls are being made. We just still doing this. Yep, that's $800. See you Friday, $800. You can get a prenup. But that doesn't guarantee shit. She can fight the prenup. She can say, I was under duress. And here's the fucked up part. If you're a man, I want you to think about this. A woman can say she was under duress because you wouldn't marry her without the prenup and it will null and void the prenup. How come you as a man can't say, well, she's been pressuring. She was pressuring me to marry her and I was under duress that she was going to leave me if I didn't marry her. How come those same rules don't apply to a man? You just have to pay money. Think about that, guys. In the court system, think about that legally. We're all equal here, equality and all that horse shit they want you to believe. Um, how come you can't say, well, when I married her, I married her under duress. She was pressuring me to marry her and saying that she was going to go gobble my best friend's kids if I didn't marry her. So I, I was under pressure. So shouldn't that null and, and, and void the, the whole marriage? Like it null and voids the, the prenup for her if she says she was pressured? Nope. It sure doesn't. Sure doesn't. And here's the thing is I don't say this as a know-it-all type of person. I say this because I've talked to men like pooping with st while standing here. Hundreds and thousands of men around the world who have said, well, I had a prenup, John. It didn't work. It didn't help. Or I had even ta I talked to one guy who spent over $100,000. He had a prenup, spent $100,000 on telling the court he had a prenup and presenting it and doing everything right, crossing all the T's and I's and being in every single court case and doing everything else that was possible because he had a prenup. And it worked. Because he had that prenup, she only got like a car and like 20 grand. She didn't get all the houses and the everything else or the... But he spent $100,000 in three years just talking with the courts about he has a prenup. And he had to pay for the prenup. I don't know if you all know that, but it's something that costs money to do. Oh, man. Yes. Listen to some of these men in here, Grant. Um, Believe it or not, I'm on your side. I want you to, to 
end up coming out well and being happy with this. But I assure you, if your father left you anything that's led to your success whatsoever and you lose it as a result of some girl, um, you would kick yourself in the ass for the rest of your life. I'm just putting that out there as a friend. I don't know your situation, but if he was in any way helpful or responsible for the level of your success today and half that shit goes to her, you will never forgive yourself or that woman, which won't be healthy for you either, by the way. DeFreak in the building. What's up, DeFreak? Welcome. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. Channel 1800 Dumb, Frank, thanks for contributing to today's show again, sir. RP Pope, if y'all were planning on getting divorced, speak to me first. We'll make sure you are protected. Hell yeah. There you go, guys. Thank you so much for contributing. Here's a crackhead. My mind's telling me no, but that crack, y'all, that crack keeps telling me yes. Gaggle. Gotta go. That man has places to be, guys. Things to do. Gotta go, guys. Great voice on him, though, right? Good voice. Hmm. Yeah, Grant, be careful, my man. We're trying to look out for you. Understand, it's all love. Zach Taylor, good to see you, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, uh, the only winning move is not to play. This is a very famous line from the movie War Games. Um you see, the game is thermonuclear war on the computer game, and this man is playing with the computer. I won't ruin the movie if you haven't seen it because it's a phenomenal movie, but the game that they're playing together is called thermonuclear war, and the computer has processing power to go through and run thousands and thousands and thousands of simulations every single day, every single, what if this person launched first? What if this person launched first? What if it went here first? What if these people went? What if it was nuclear? What if it was subs first? What if it was hydrogen versus the whole scenario? It could go through every single possible scenario. So as the computer gets smarter, the AI in the computer starts to run the program at a higher rate of speed to go through all of the millions of scenarios. What if this person shot first? What if it was on a Tuesday? What if it was a full moon? Like it goes through every possible scenario possible. And at the end of it, it decides the only winning move is to play this game because there were no winners. You see, the game was defined as who survived was the winner because ultimately that's the how war works the survivor at the end the last person standing on the battlefield wins so the game went through and deducted that every possible scenario of the nuclear war everything living on the planet with the exception of cockroaches and a couple of beetles died there were no winners everyone died every time every scenario this is the same with marriage. Even the women lose in marriage, guys. I know you don't think they do. I'm telling you as an experienced man, I've seen women that have been divorced for 20, 30 years. They lose in the end. I've seen women get a million or more dollars in a divorce settlement and be piss broke by the time they were dead and unhappy and miserable and just a house full of hoarded shit in a bag and cats, literal shit in a bag because the water was turned off and cats. 
miserable. They lose their soul. R.P. Pope says it right here. The more men they're with, the more relationships they're with, the less they ever stop to catch their breath and figure out who they are in between relationships. They just go from guy to guy to guy to guy to guy. Well, 30 years of doing that will make you a brain dead person. You will just you've been in so many quote unquote emotional relationships that you're emotionally drained and mentally dumb from doing it for 30 years back and forth. This one will work. This relationship will work. This relationship will work. This guy loves me. He said he loves me. Oh, he doesn't love me. Oh, he was just banging me. Oh, he doesn't care. After 30 years of that, they lose their soul, guys. They're not the same person. You can trust me. I've had relationships with girls when I was a young man all the way up until now. Well, you know, a year ago. And I can tell you, a girl, um, a relationship with a girl when you're four, you know, when she's 14 and you're 15 or 16 or whatever versus 20 year old relationships versus 30 year old relationships versus 40 year old relationships, they change. They're different. And I don't mean like maturity wise. I mean, something happens to them that breaks them. I can't explain it. Maybe Frank says that they have chaos internally. They, the mindset of the girls that have been in love with me when I was 17 and she was 17 or 18 or even those girls today are a shell of the person they were back then. And it's not, like I said, it's not maturity wise, something inside of them that was there and ever present before has died. And when I look in their eyes now, I don't see it anymore. It's gone. And it's not that it's gone in me and that I don't want them like that. It's that they're not the same person. And it's kind of sad because, quite frankly, I'm the same kind of, you know, fun, loving, immature douchebag I've always been. If you get to know me, if you get me out of my, you know what I mean? Like to be cool with you. But in normie world, I've got to behave in a certain way for the normies. Don't let the normies know. But they lose this. They lose who they are somewhere along the lines. I don't know why. I don't know why. Rob says he just started the process. Oh, oh, I'm in the end phase of my marriage now. Congratulations, Rob. I mean, I'm sorry to hear that, but congratulations for you. Rob, you are going to end up winning in the end, sir. How old are you, Rob? Oh, please advise. Well, here, call in if you want. Do you have a microphone on your computer or phone or whatever device you're on? You're welcome to call in. We can talk about this if you want. You don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. It's totally fine. Eh, what the hell, guys? We're two hours into a one-hour stream. Might as well go over a little bit. Here's the call-in link. Call in if you want to. Rob, feel free to. You are more than welcome to. I would really love to speak to Rob about this. Or Grant, you could call in too because we've been talking about this also. Either of you are welcome. There's the link if you're on Twitch. Should be in the Twit comment, Twitch 
comment box if you're interested. Click that link. You can come on in. Make sure you mute the YouTube that's playing on the YouTube tab. This will open a separate secondary tab into StreamYard where you can set up your camera if you want. You can put up your microphone if you want to. No worries. And if you don't want to call in, Rob, that's okay. I understand. Anyone else is welcome to call in too, but I would love to help advise you on this. There's the call in link. Click that link if you want to call in. My best event, uh, advice to you, Rob, is don't get married. If you don't want to call in, drop it in the comments. How old are you? How much money do you make a year? Roughly, you don't have to be exact. I mean, obviously, we don't know who you are or where you are, but you're going to come out better in the divorce. It's going to suck. You're going to be sad. You're going to miss your kids if you have any. If you're an older man, you are. it's going to be great. If you are an older, wiser man, it's going to be great because you're finally going to realize what it's like to be yourself again. You see, if you were married, you don't know what it was like to have free time because you never had any free time. And now you're going to find yourself with time that you can actually use to do other things that you might like to, to do. For me, it was going fishing and making more videos and doing things that make myself happy. The cock carousel destroys their ability to pair bond and opens them up for Jezebel's to take over for Jezebel to take over. Yep. If you don't know about the Jezebel spirit, it's from the Bible essentially, but yes, women turn other women. This is the idea of Jezebel. It's in the books, guys, it's in the literature, the Jezebel. You see the whore friend turns the good girl into the whore, the Jezebel spirit. This is how it, this is literally been written about for hundreds and hundreds of years. The Jezebel. They turn each other into this. You can't beat them. We welcome you here, Rob, but there's no uh, sadness or shame or like we're, we're all we understand. Raw peril, I see you in the green room. Unmute your mic and say hello if you'd like. Got to unmute your mic. Can you hear me, John? I do hear you, man. How you doing? Well, 28 years, bro. 28 years. Is this uh, Rob? Rob Peril, that's my name. Got you. Okay, got you, my man. So 28 years of marriage, sir. Um, three children, old? three beautiful children. All How girls, all girls. Oh, all girls. Oh, man. So typically being hey, in the man. house. Hey, before we get started here, I just want to let you know, man, I appreciate you and all the guys who go through this shit. And uh, wow, I haven't even filed. I got my paper in the 
from the library the other day, and I haven't filed it yet, but this is perfect timing for me, and I appreciate you guys being here at this time in my life. Oh, man, you're welcome, buddy. Stick around. We we do these videos all the time. That's the whole point of this channel. And uh, I've been watching been watching a lot of – I've always been a self-help kind of guy and always wanting to improve myself um, mentally to get over everything and, you know, men's, women's lives, people's lives. You know, everybody goes through a lot of shit. Yep. So you have to excuse my language. I used to be quite the auditor. Uh, however, I've had my teeth pulled out and – uh so I had to pull the teeth out of the lion because I knew better than to keep them. So. Okay. No worries, my man. No worries at all. I don't care about that. How old are you? <clears throat> I'm 54. Okay, great. So here's the thing, man. You're going to – I know it may not seem like it at first, but this is going to be good for you because you're, you're finally going to get a little peace. Oh, yeah. I'm I've, I've already been through the stages of grief, and all. this is this is just my. I'm at this stage now where I've got the paper, you know. I've already accepted it all. I'm just in the sadness stage right now, and you know the, all the, you know, that Christmas came around. I mean, I've been going through this and been buttercuping this for the last I don't know two three years, I suppose. Oh wow! But, so it's it's taking after, you three years. It came to the head after, and it always comes to the head after. You like everybody always says. I lost my, uh, I lost my ability to provide her, and even though she was able to provide for us, that wasn't enough. All of a sudden, so then I find out that she's had issues with me since about seven year itch, eight years. Oh uh, wow! Eight years yeah. She had a uh, problem with me, and by that time we'd already had two children, and so she's buttercuped me my whole life. And then you know, it's just a sad situation. Looking back, it all comes out like clockwork. I could go on for hours and give you everything, and it don't matter. But my concern uh, is, uh, what's my files next? You know, I mean, I got the paperwork. I don't know what the paperwork is. I, do I get a lawyer? Should I not? Uh, do I try to get after her old man stuff? I mean, she's doing no stuff. We do amicably. She's willing to give me fifty grand and her keep the house. I mean, that's her offer. She's she's wants this right. And I didn't know she didn't like me until, like, I got hurt and couldn't fight. And then all of a sudden, it's like, how come nobody notices I'm even here anymore? You know? Mm -hmm. I moved yeah. out to the couch and just, I, I prayed. I prayed, and the Lord told me, he says, because I was at wit's end with myself. I couldn't understand what was going on around me. I prayed, to him, you know. Like, Lord, give me some guidance. He says, well, he says, sometimes, uh, if you can't go forward and you can't go back, you just got to stand and observe things around you. Okay, Lord. And that was hard. I mean, I'm a hunter. I can be patient. Trust me. I mean, I, I hunt. Right. I'm a killer. And no doubt. But I'm a, a wonderful husband, a loving father. And bro, she tells me shit like, well, I felt like I've been a single mother my whole life. I'm like, I, I come from a single mother household. Mm -hmm. And she has too. And for her to say that, after I've made over a million dollars in my life and I got shit, bro. I sign everything, bonuses, everything just goes to her, and and I've got nothing right now. So that's why I'm going through surgeries. I'm rebuilding my life. She's allowed me time to do that, which I bless her for that because she didn't. She was had her fangs in me. So you know, I got my surgery on my back, my surgery on my shoulder. Um, I got my teeth pulled out. Working on getting some teeth so I can look presentable. 
uh, you know, I'm ready to fight it, man. I'm I'm ready to go forward in my life. I'm starting. I'm I got I got some got things in the work with some houses. Uh, you know, I've, I've I've had five houses in my lifetime, and it's all been for her and her family. I've drawn everybody close, mm. and and uh, you know, provided a stable environment for. And it's just I see the vampires and sucking of resources and. You know, I've had this conversation, chaos, my sister, I talked to her two days ago and I said, what do you want? Well, don't you want something stable in this? And I says, I want chaos. I need chaos right now because I got to get this ball rolling for me, you know? So it's important that these guys know you got to do it for yourself. And I, I, I'm, I'm like you, John, I got to start from fucking zero and I got a rock ass motherfucker for me. Yeah. If people want to hang with me. The people I allow on with my train, come on, bro. Yep. But but second you falter, bro, sit. I gotta drop you. If you well, let me go to let me town preaching the truth, and they don't accept what I have to say, I wipe the dust from my feet and move on, John. I read the truth. I know the truth. It's a yeah. guide for the human. It's a guide for your soul. And this whole thing about breaking this contract between God, that's fuck the paperwork. My soul hurts for her and her family, you know. I feel like I failed them by, no. by filing, but that's what she wants. She wants no. it to be on me, and then I'm okay with that now. Not not, not to where I'm not sad, but I got to go so you can get on with your show because I could do this for hours, bro. Let me, no, no, just let me talk for a few minutes. All right. Sir, let, I let love me talk you to you and your family. So appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Let me let me kind of answer back to you real quick. I wouldn't have a battle with her. You don't have to speak. Just uh, listen up. I wouldn't recommend having an all-out war or battle. The reason she wants you to do it is it's called um, handing you the scissors. She wants you to do it so she doesn't look like the bad guy for doing it. You know what I mean? I would uh, keep my conversations with her to a minimum so that you're not... Um, giving her any ammunition. I would not try to fight her or go after her because that's going to cause stress on you and on your heart. And you don't need that, quite frankly. It's sometimes it's better to make your peace with these things and say, how can we get this done as calmly and peacefully and cheaply as possible? Because believe me, her lawyer wants to make money. Your lawyer would want to make money. And they're going to both be like, well, let's drag this out. Let's take some time. You know, when you're getting a divorce, the divorce lawyer for the woman and the man never says, okay, well, you know, what, do y'all have an agreement or have y'all come up with something? Their first question is how much money is he worth to the man and to the woman? Her lawyer immediately, well, how much money does he have that you know of in assets and savings and in all of this? Because he knows then how long they can whittle this on. She can get a little piece later on, how much it's going to cost him. Try to do that part amicably. I understand right now there may be some bad blood and some anger. Um, one thing I would recommend to you is you can't feel like a failure. That's first and foremost. Every man goes through this stage of the sadness phase where they feel like they failed this person or this person's family. You've worked your life for this person to make them happy and it wasn't good enough. And now this is another thing that men go through during the divorce is we realize that 
we have this ego as males where we think, well, this person was attracted to me because I was the male and the tough guy and I was I was doing what I do and I've been a great provider and I've done everything right. And then one day when you're not providing, they just leave. They leave like they never cared about you at all. And we've spent our whole relationship thinking, well, this person loves and respects me and cares about me when in fact, they for years probably had a problem with you or didn't like you or weren't happy with you, but they weren't honest with you or told you they just took advantage. That's what I say. Eight years. Eight and you years into to, our marriage, she goes back to that time whenever she changed all her uh, way she would treat me and the way she loved me and yeah. respected me. You know, she lost respect because I spanked our child and she didn't think that was appropriate for me to well, make a scene of that. And so, see that that's so I've, what, I've been abusive like that, you know. I'm a sorry man, but uh, uh, no, I didn't abuse my children after that until they started uh, whoring around, if you will. Yeah, well, spankings are fantastic. Like I put my foot down, and it was like, how dare you? I mean, like, look, oh, I, <laughs> she's when 12, I, you're letting her go to a concert with a buck, a bunch of 16, 17 year olds. Yeah, uh, you know, like, what the fuck? And then you're hiding it from me. No, so you know, like, oh my god. They will protect their right to whore up the daughters. I don't okay. know why women do this. I really don't, okay. but but they I've will. Got, turn. Got, uh, yeah, they all had to go to college. They all had to, you know, they all had to, man. They had to. When they talk about that number, 250000 per, yeah, I've had three daughters and my wife. That's 250000 per. I've got nothing. And here they are, set. She's got a good job. They're all set up, good jobs. You know, it's like, dude, okay. I'm worthless. Wow. Don't don't need no man. I've heard all these all these taglines. This first time I ever called in someplace, but all the taglines are true. It's so hey, crazy. I'm, I'm glad you did call in because that's the first step. And I wish more men would have the well the, the the strength to call in. Rob, where are you located? Like what area? You don't have to I'm say in, exactly. I'm in Indiana. I don't care, man. I'm good. Indiana. But okay. I just don't want my name out there in case. No, 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 no. You're 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 fine. I, I'm that's sorry. why I asked you to hide my chat name. I don't know how to change that chat name. You're fine, Raw. We'll hide all that. Um, so Call me Raw. You got it. You got it. What um, some of the guys in the chat were asking, and and I know a lot of these guys in the chat. We're a close knit family of men here that have. I've been, been listening to you for quite a while, John. Uh, oh. It's been a year. I bet you I've been listening. You probably I didn't even hear about you. Because I've heard about you secondary through through other health things. That's kind of led me. You know the algorithm, okay. probably. You know voodoo magic, whatever. <laughs> I'm glad to know the algorithm is still doing something for me. Well, um, the rhythm's going to get you. The thing is, man, we, we have to all go through this, but you have to know that you got to take the onus off yourself. We men always think that we can fix everything. And when we don't, we take an ego hit. That's why I was talking about ego earlier is we feel like we failed when in fact, Sometimes, like if you're working on something by yourself and you don't get it, okay, maybe you failed. But if you're working with a team member who just discards you, you didn't fail. Your team member abandoned you. Well, I know, but this is I, I and this is where I go. Because again, I'm not a. I don't know. I can just tell you that, in my experience, leads me to these places of reflection into the things I've learned. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm at my soul's at peace, right? Right. I'm listening. 
well, I've lost my train of thought because I got a little too deep there. So let, That's me, okay. let me reiterate back to your show just so you can continue with these. Well, Ra, are you a religious man? Well, I I I, uh, I fear God. How about that? Can I leave it at that? Yeah, that's respectful. Yeah, all somebody's right. responsible for all this. Yeah, absolutely. well, it's me. It's I mean, I mean, there you go. Now you led me back. You led me back to the spot, John. You know, uh, everybody's saying, "Well, it's this and it's that," and you know, everybody tries to make themselves feel better. When it comes down to the bottom line, it usually comes to division, and the division ultimately comes down to the very first step when when man wasn't happy with God. All right, we can't put this on women. When man wasn't happy with himself being with God, he wanted something more. And God said, okay. And that's what we're doing to our women. So that's kind of help, help you lead on with that. And I'm going to be quiet again and listen because I appreciate your advice. Sure, no problem, man. Thanks. It's good to see you. I'm going to leave you back here in the, um, in the green room while I continue on with the show. But you're welcome to listen along uh, here or you can listen along on YouTube. Thanks for calling in, man. Stick around. It's good talking to you. All right, boys, getting on with the show here, but I'm going to continue to try to touch on that a little bit for our friend Raw Peril. Raw Peril, guys. Um, we all go through this stage where we blame ourselves. We think that uh, we are the sum of all of our efforts if it doesn't work out right or go to plan, we think that we take that personally as men because we like to fix things. What's the first thing we do when we can't fix something? We smash it when we don't have control of our emotions. But the best advice I can give any man going through this right now, if you're going through the divorce, if you're going through the try to do everything as amicably as possible to get that part of it over, because this is the painful part. And there's really no point in extending the shit bit of a relationship, if you know what I mean, guys. There's really no need in um, dragging out the unfortunate part. Because as men, especially older men, what we're looking for in life is peace. It's no longer slaying the dragon and doing all of these other things. It's just a little bit of damn peace, guys. And I'd rather have peace of mind and peace in my life living in a tiny one-bedroom apartment than five houses or 10 houses or 50 houses. Or I would really just like to have a little peace and quiet. And with three daughters, I would imagine that man has gone through a house full of emotions like you wouldn't believe. Guys, I have one daughter and but the level of emotion between my ex-wife and my daughter when they were in the same house together, ridiculous. I can't even imagine what goes on over there right now, especially with my young, my daughter um, getting older and probably having a few thoughts about this whole divorce and separation that she might want to speak to her mom about. I would imagine there's a lot of back and forth over there that I'm glad I'm not a part of anymore. I miss the daughter, obviously, but I don't want to be in the middle of them to one day. Whew, she's going to let her mom have it over the situation, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Guys, it looks like we are at two hours and 25 minutes of this one hour live stream. Thanks for coming to the 7 a.m. show here at the Gone with John channel, guys. 
fantastic to see everybody. It was great to speak with our call-in today. Love you, boys. Thanks for the donations. If you want to donate the show, hit the cash app here, guys. I would certainly appreciate it. Or you can drop a super chat, super chat, super thanks, whatever you want to do. Well, keep your head up, boys. If you're out there and you're going through it, man, just know that this ain't the end. This is just the new beginning. Get back into some old hobbies, something you like to do. For me, it was fishing. I go fishing a lot. I go and walk down to the lake or I go to other lakes. I downloaded the Fish Angler app on my phone so that I can find fishing spots that are close to me. And it gives me directions to them on Google Maps through the app. So it's nice and easy to find new places to catch fish. Make sure that your hobbies are up. Proverbs is a great red pill section of the Bible to read, guys. If you don't know, Proverbs is full of the best red pill gems. The Bible tried to warn us about women. So did the Quran, but most of us haven't read the Quran. Proverbs 21.19, better to live in a desert than a with a quarrelsome, nagging wife. Think about that, guys. Better to live in a desert i.e. devoid of water is the significance of that statement. Better to live in a desert devoid of water than with a bitch wife, bitchy wife. Quarrelsome, nagging, never happy. Entertain me. You've got to keep me entertained. You've got to make me feel good. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Hmm. 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 21.9. Yep, better to live in the corner of a roof. Oh, man. Yeah, boys. Anyways, I'm gone with John. We're getting out of here. I did not give a crackhead to that last. Where was it? Where did it go? I lost it. There he is, DeFreak. Shout out to Rob and the chats. Thank you so much for your contribution, DeFreak. Here's a crackhead for you. I'm telling you, I've been locked up at Willy Wonka's place 300 million times. <laughs> I just got done being bothered by... I love his whole ensemble, guys. The whole outfit is just... It looks like oil or sweat or piss. I really don't know. And how... By the way, how lit do you have to be to make the statement, I've been locked up at Willy Wonka's house? Nigga, I'm telling you, I've been locked up at Willy Wonka's place 300 million times. <laughs> I just got done being bothered by... <sighs> Anyways, guys, good to see everybody. Here's some corpse music, boys. We're going to close out the show. I'll be back later on today. Also, don't forget to go to the shorts on my channel and comment on all the haters or to the haters or whatever, you know, been a few women and had issues with my shorts, but the normies are coming guys. The shorts that I uploaded yesterday got over 12,000 views between yesterday and today. So uh, new people are finding the channel. Obviously the subscriber count isn't going up because why would it, you know, why would YouTube equate 12,000 new people to a couple of subscribers? How couldn't that work? It's very, very strange guys. But anyways, Here's some corpse music. I'm getting out of here and going to eat some breakfast, boys. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for coming. I'll see you later on in the stream. Deuces. Feel like lightning when you lie to me. Can't trust a soul. I'm dealing silently, silently. We fall out like leaves on autumn trees.
case without hiding my face Just a glamorized desk job riding away I ain't even got friends, feel like everyone's fake Really praying for the day the reaper take me away Break a mirror, yeah, fucking break a mirror Glass shattered, gums bleed, up the fucking never clear Eyes red, mind race, fucking wish that you were here I was really fucking hoping it'd be different this year, uh Divorce may ruin your life. You wanna party with a fat bitch? Even though in comments you're like cap bitch. Time you spend with me, you'll be time well spent. And if I get unhappy, no, I'm leaving a den. No, you wanna party with a fat bitch? Buy me diamonds, give me name brand chips. Time you spend with me, will be time well spent. And if I get unhappy, no, I'm leaving a den. I'm a big fat dick, but big dreams fatty. Two minutes with me and you'll be calling me daddy. Might not pass the presidential fitness test, but notify your next kin, I'll put you to rest. Whiny little douce. I'm concerned for your health. And think about my back rolls while they're touching themselves. They comment, I legitimately thought this was John Candy. Then whisper my name as they start to get randy.